0: Chapter 11 of Experiments in Plant Hybridization This LibriVox recording is in the public domain recording by Avaie in February 2010 Experiments in Plant Hybridization by Gregor Mendel translated by William Bateson Chapter 11 Concluding Remarks It can hardly fail to be of interest to compare the observations made regarding PISUM with the results arrived at by the two authorities in this branch of knowledge, Kohlreuther and Gärtner, in their investigations. According to the opinion of both, the hybrids in outward appearance present either a form intermediate between the original species, or they closely resemble either the one or the other type and sometimes can hardly be discriminated from it. From their seeds usually arise, if the fertilization was effected by their own pollen, various forms which differ from the normal type. As a rule, the majority of individuals obtained by one fertilization maintain the hybrid form, while some few others come more like the seed parent, and one or other individual approaches the pollen parent this however is not the case with all hybrids without exception sometimes the offspring have more nearly approached some the one and some the other of the two original stocks or they all incline more to one or the other side while in other cases they remain perfectly like the hybrid and continue constant in their offspring The hybrids of varieties behave like hybrids of species, but they possess greater variability of form and a more pronounced tendency to revert to the original types. With regard to the form of the hybrids and their development, as a rule an agreement with the observations made in PISUM is unmistakable. It is otherwise with the exceptional cases cited gartner confesses even that the exact determination whether a form bears a greater resemblance to one or to the other of the two original species often involved great difficulty so much depending upon the subjective point of view of the observer another circumstance could however contribute to render the results fluctuating and uncertain despite the most careful observation and differentiation For the experiments, plants were mostly used which rank as good species and are differentiated by a large number of characters. In addition to the sharply defined characters, where it is a question of greater or less similarity, those characters must also be taken into account which are often difficult to define in words, but yet suffice, as every plant specialist knows, to give the forms a peculiar appearance if it be accepted that the development of hybrids follows the law which is valid for pisum the series in each separate experiment must contain very many forms since the number of the terms as is known increases with the number of the differentiating characters as the powers of three With a relatively small number of experimental plants the result therefore could only be approximately right and in single cases might fluctuate considerably if for instance the two original stocks differ in seven characters and one hundred or two hundred plants were raised from the seeds of their hybrids to determine the grade of relationship of the offspring we can easily see how uncertain the decision must become since for seven differentiating characters the combination series contains sixteen thousand three hundred eighty four individuals under two thousand one hundred eighty seven various forms now one and then another relationship could assert its predominance just according as chance presented this or that form to the observer in a majority of cases if furthermore there appear among the differentiating characters at the same time dominant characters which are transmitted entire or nearly unchanged to the hybrids then in the terms of the developmental series that one of the two original parents which possesses the majority of dominant characters must always be predominant in the experiment described relative to pisum in which three kinds of differentiating characters were concerned all the dominant characters belonged to the seed-parent. Although the terms of the series, in their internal composition, approach both original parents equally, yet in this experiment the type of the seed-parent obtained so great a preponderance that out of each sixty-four plants of the first generation, fifty-four exactly resembled it, or only differed in one character. It is seen how rash it must be under such circumstances to draw from the external resemblances of hybrids conclusions as to their internal nature. Gertner mentions that in those cases where the development was regular, among the offspring of the hybrids the two original species were not reproduced, but only a few individuals which approached them. With very extended developmental series it could not in fact be otherwise. For seven differentiating characters, for instance, among more than 16,000 individuals, offspring of the hybrids, each of the two original species would occur only once. It is therefore hardly possible that these should appear at all among a small number of experimental plants, with some probability, however, we might reckon upon the appearance in the series of a few forms which approach them. We meet with an essential difference in those hybrids which remain constant in their progeny and propagate themselves as truly as the pure species according to gatner to this class belong the remarkably fertile hybrids aquilegia atropurpurea canadensis lavatera pseudolbia thuringiaca geum urbano rivale and some dianthus hybrids and according to vichura the hybrids of the willow family for the history of the evolution of plants this circumstance is of special importance since constant hybrids acquire the status of new species the correctness of the facts is guaranteed by eminent observers and cannot be doubted Gärtner had an opportunity of following up Dianthus armieria deltoides to the tenth generation since it regularly propagated itself in the garden With PISUM it was shown by experiment that the hybrids form egg and pollen cells of different kinds, and that herein lies the reason of the variability of their offspring. In other hybrids, likewise, whose offspring behave similarly, we may assume a like cause. For those, on the other hand, which remain constant, the assumption appears justifiable that their reproductive cells are all alike and agree with the foundation cell fertilized ovum of the hybrid in the opinion of renowned physiologists for the purpose of propagation one pollen cell and one egg cell unite in fanarograms into a single cell which is capable by assimilation and formation of new cells to become an independent organism footnote In PISUM it is placed beyond doubt that for the formation of the new embryo a perfect union of the elements of both reproductive cells must take place. How could we otherwise explain that among the offspring of the hybrids both original types reappear in equal numbers and with all their peculiarities? If the influence of the egg cell upon the pollen cell were only external, if it fulfilled the role of a nurse only, then the result of each artificial fertilisation could be no other than that the developed hybrid should exactly resemble the pollen parent or at any rate do so very closely this the experiments so far have in no wise confirmed an evident proof of the complete union of the contents of both cells is afforded by the experience gained on all sides that it is immaterial as regards the form of the hybrid which of the original species is the seed parent or which the pollen parent End of footnote. this development follows a constant law which is founded on the material composition and arrangement of the elements which meet in the cell in a vivifying union if the reproductive cells be of the same kind and agree with the foundation cell fertilized ovum of the mother plant then the development of the new individual will follow the same law which rules the mother plant. If it chance that an egg cell unites with a dissimilar pollen cell, we must then assume that between those elements of both cells, which determine opposite characters, some sort of compromise is effected. The resulting compound cell becomes the foundation of the hybrid organism, the development of which necessarily follows a different scheme from that obtaining in each of the two original species. If the compromise be taken to be a complete one, in the sense namely that the hybrid embryo is formed from two similar cells, in which the differences are entirely and permanently accommodated together, the further result follows that the hybrids, like any other stable plant species, reproduce themselves truly in their offspring. The reproductive cells which are formed in their seed vessels and anthers are of one kind and agree with the fundamental compound cell, fertilized ovum. With regard to those hybrids whose progeny is variable, we may perhaps assume that between the differentiating elements of the egg and pollen cells, there also occurs a compromise in so far that the formation of a cell as foundation of the hybrid becomes possible but nevertheless the arrangement between the conflicting elements is only temporary and does not endure throughout the life of the hybrid plant since in the habit of the plant no changes are perceptible during the whole period of vegetation we must further assume that it is only possible for the differentiating elements to liberate themselves from the enforced union when the fertilizing cells are developed. In the formation of these cells, all existing elements participate in an entirely free and equal arrangement, by which it is only the differentiating ones which mutually separate themselves in this way the production would be rendered possible of as many sorts of egg and pollen cells as there are combinations possible of the formative elements the attribution attempted here of the essential difference in the development of hybrids to a permanent or temporary union of the differing cell elements can of course only claim the value of an hypothesis for which the lack of definite data offers a wide scope some justification of the opinion expressed lies in the evidence afforded by Pisum, that the behaviour of each pair of differentiating characters in hybrid union is independent of the other differences between the two original plants and further that the hybrid produces just so many kinds of egg and pollen cells as there are possible constant combination forms the differentiating characters of two plants can finally however only depend upon differences in the composition and grouping of the elements which exist in the foundation cells fertilized ova of the same in vital interaction even the validity of the law formulated for pisum requires still to be confirmed and the repetition of the more important experiments is consequently much to be desired that for instance relating to the composition of the hybrid fertilizing cells A differential element may easily escape the single observer which although at the outset may appear to be unimportant may yet accumulate to such an extent that it must not be ignored in the total result whether the variable hybrids of other plant species observe an entire agreement must also be first decided experimentally in the meantime, we may assume that in material points an essential difference can scarcely occur, since the unity in the developmental plan of organic life is beyond question. In conclusion, the experiments carried out by Kohlreuter, Gärtner, and others with respect to the transformation of one species into another by artificial fertilisation merit special mention. Particular importance has been attached to these experiments, and Gertner reckons them among the most difficult of all in hybridization. If a species capital A is to be transformed into a species capital B, both must be united by fertilization, and the resulting hybrids then be fertilized with the pollen of capital B. Then, out of the various offspring resulting, that form would be selected, which stood in nearest relation to capital B, and once more be fertilized with capital B pollen, and so continuously until finally a form is arrived at, which is like capital B, and constant in its progeny. By this process, the species capital A would change into the species capital B. Gatner alone has effected thirty such experiments with plants of genera Aquilegia, Dianthus, Geum, Lavatera, Lichnis, Malva, Nicotiana, and oenotera. The period of transformation was not alike for all species, while with some a triple fertilization sufficed, with others this had to be repeated five or six times, and even in the same species fluctuations were observed in various experiments. Gärtner ascribes this difference to the circumstance that the specific power by which a species during reproduction effects the change and transformation of the maternal type varies considerably in different plants and that consequently the periods within which the one species is changed into the other must also vary as also the number of generations so that the transformation in some species is perfected in more and in others in fewer generations further the same observer remarks that in these transformation experiments a good deal depends upon which type and which individual be chosen for further transformation if it may be assumed that in these experiments the constitution of the forms resulted in a similar way to that of pisum the entire process of transformation would find a fairly simple explanation The hybrid forms as many kinds of egg cells as there are constant combinations possible of the characters conjoined therein, and one of these is always of the same kind as that of the fertilizing pollen cells. Consequently, there always exists the possibility with all such experiments, that even from the second fertilization there may result a constant form identical with that of the pollen parent whether this really be obtained depends in each separate case upon the number of the experimental plants as well as upon the number of differentiating characters which are united by the fertilisation let us for instance assume that the plants selected for experiment differed in three characters and the species capital a capital b capital c is to be transformed into the other species abc by repeated fertilization with the pollen of the latter, the hybrids resulting from the first cross form eight different kinds of excels. That is, capital A capital B capital C, capital A capital B C, capital A B capital C, A capital B capital C, A, capital, B, capital, C capital A B C, A capital B C a b capital c a b c these in the second year of experiment are united again with the pollen cells a b c and we obtain the series capital a a capital b b capital c c and capital a a capital b b c and capital a a b capital c c and a capital B, B capital C, C and capital ABC a, and A capital B B C and AB Capital C, C and ABC Since the form ABC occurs once in the series of eight terms, it is consequently little likely that it would be missing among the experimental plants, even were these raised in a smaller number, and the transformation would be perfected already by a second fertilization. If by chance it did not appear, then the fertilization must be repeated with one of those forms nearest akin, capital A ABC, A capital B B C A B capital C. It is perceived that such an experiment must extend the farther the smaller the number of experimental plants and the larger the number of differentiating characters in the two original species and that furthermore in the same species there can easily occur a delay of one or even of two generations such as Gärtner observed the transformation of widely divergent species could generally only be completed in five or six years of experiment since the number of different egg cells which are formed in the hybrid increases as the powers of two with the number of differentiating characters. Gartner found by repeated experiments that the respective period of transformation varies in many species, so that frequently a species capital A can be transformed into a species capital B a generation sooner than can species capital B into species capital A. He deduces therefrom that Kohlreuter's opinion can hardly be maintained that the two natures in hybrids are perfectly in equilibrium. It appears, however, that Kohlreuter does not merit this criticism, but that Gärtner rather has overlooked a material point, to which he himself elsewhere draws attention, that is, that it depends which individual is chosen for further transformation experiments which in this connection were carried out with two species of pisum demonstrated that as regards the choice of the fittest individuals for the purpose of further fertilization it may make a great difference which of two species is transformed into the other the two experimental plants differed in five characters while at the same time those of species capital a were all dominant and those of species capital b all recessive for mutual transformation, capital A was fertilized with pollen of capital B and capital B with pollen of capital a and This was repeated with both hybrids the following year with the first experiment, capital B over capital A, there were eighty-seven plants available in the third year of experiment for selection of the individuals for further crossing, and these were of the possible thirty-two forms with the second experiment capital a over capital b seventy three plants resulted which agreed throughout perfectly in habit with the pollen parent in their internal composition however they must have been just as varied as the forms in the other experiment a definite selection was consequently only possible with the first experiment with the second the selection had to be made at random merely of the latter only a portion of the flowers were crossed with the capital A pollen, the others were left to fertilize themselves. Among each five plants which were selected in both experiments for fertilization there agreed, as the following year's culture showed, with the pollen parent, first experiment, two plants, in all characters, first experiment, three plants, in four characters, second experiment, two plants, in three characters, second experiment two plants in two characters second experiment one plant in one character in the first experiment therefore the transformation was completed in the second which was not continued further two more fertilizations would probably have been required although the case may not frequently occur in which the dominant characters belong exclusively to one or the other of the original parent plants It will always make a difference which of the two possesses the majority of dominance if the pollen parent has the majority then the selection of forms for further crossing will afford a less degree of certainty than in the reverse case which must imply a delay in the period of transformation provided that the experiment is only considered as completed when a form is arrived at which not only exactly resembles the pollen plant in form but also remains as constant in its progeny. Gertner, by the results of these transformation experiments, was led to oppose the opinion of those naturalists who dispute the stability of plant species, and believe in a continuous evolution of vegetation. He perceives, in the complete transformation of one species into another, an indubitable proof that species are fixed within limits beyond which they cannot change although this opinion cannot be unconditionally accepted we find on the other hand in gärtner's experiments a noteworthy confirmation of that supposition regarding variability of cultivated plants which has already been expressed among the experimental species there were cultivated plants such as aquilegia atropurpurea and canadensis dianthus carophyllus cinensis and japonicus Nicotiana rustica, and paniculata, and hybrids between these species lost none of their stability after four or five generations. End of chapter 11 End of Experiments in Plant Hybridization by Gregor Mendel Translated by William Bateson Thanks for listening.